When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my newest podcast episode, I update you on the recent quarterly performance of the third largest energy drink brand, Celsius, and explain how the PepsiCo distribution transition is going. But before we get started, I would love if you took 48 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. With the help of PepsiCo, can Celsius Holdings knock out enough competitors in 2023? to reach $1 billion in revenue. I'll get to some thoughts around that introductory question a bit later in this content, but as I normally do with my quarterly financial content of publicly traded functional CPG brands, I will use the recently filed earnings report, notes I took from listening to the earnings conference call, and then other kind of publicly disclosed relevant news sources In this case, it's for Celsius Holdings and it's 2022 quarter four and then full year results to obviously update you on how Celsius has performed over those periods, but also use it as a backdrop to discuss market insights within the broader energy beverage category. That being said, let's start with some revenue numbers to set the foundation. In the quarter, Celsius Holdings had revenue of $178 million dollars which was up 71% year-over-year, but down about 5% on a quarter-over-quarter sequential basis. Breaking out the revenue geographically, North American sales were $166.5 million, which was up 74% year-over-year, and then international sales were $11.5 million, which was up 38% year-over-year. While Celsius reported a year-over-year and quarter-over-quarter increase in Q4 for the markets like outside of North America, you can see by the 12% decrease in full-year 2022 compared to 2021 that this hasn't been smooth sailing for the energy drink brand that acquired its Nordic distributor in late 2019 and formed a joint venture with its Chinese partner. With the rocky elements within the global supply chain, geopolitical tensions, and the strong U.S. dollar, Celsius has smartly focused its attention and resources on fueling the insane growth in its domestic market. Here's the good news. The PepsiCo deal should help long-term. I think they've just started some preliminary talks as it makes the beverage giant the preferred global distributor for Celsius. PepsiCo is the second biggest in terms of beverage distribution globally, so It would be silly to think international expansion won't happen over the next handful of years. Also, since this report completes the calendar year for 2022, the energy drink brand had $653.6 million in annual revenue, which was up a remarkable 108% year over year. 
And according to IRI's kind of last 52-week data for 2022, Celsius was the number one brand driver of growth in the energy drinks market. Celsius was responsible for 22% of the category growth, driving $474 million in incremental sales. Shifting into gross profit margin really quickly for the quarter, Celsius reported 44.4%, which was up 445 basis points year-over-year, and also up sequentially 260 basis points. Now, if you've consumed my Celsius content in the past, this next section is usually much more robust, but because of the August distribution and investment deal with PepsiCo, things have gotten a bit more simplified from a Celsius perspective, and then more opaque from my perspective. But it's all good. There's still a ton of like retail and distribution updates to go through that I think is extremely important. First and foremost, most of the previous DSD distributors were transitioned out of and into the PepsiCo system by November 1st of 2022. And the entire distributor transition was completed by year end. In terms of consumption growth, Nielsen data for the period ending January 28th of 2023 shows that Celsius grew 136% year-over-year over the last four weeks and 130% year-over-year over the last 12 weeks. That's significantly larger than the broader energy category, which grew 17% year-over-year over the last four weeks and then 11% over the last 12-week period. In addition, according to the trailing 12 weeks of IRI's MULA kind of total energy data for the period ending January 1st of 2023, Celsius is now securely the third largest energy drink brand in the category. Its market share went from 3.4% in 2021 to 6.4% in 2022. Celsius energy drinks are now in over 210,000 locations in the United States, and that's up 36,000 since it was reported last quarter. The average items carried per store has also increased exponentially since the PepsiCo partnership with Celsius now sitting at 12 and a half items per store. All of that leads us to the brand's all commodity volume now being just shy of 90% compared to slightly under 60% the previous year. Additionally, in convenience stores, which, as you guys know, is the granddaddy of them all in terms of sales channels with energy drinks, Celsius has seen a 96% increase in ACV, growing to 89%, which basically doubled the previous year's result. In terms of its like cold, its sold cooler strategy, Celsius plans on placing an additional 15,000 dedicated coolers in 2023. That would basically 4x the current level of the program. This cooler strategy is key because it gives customers access to cold product availability, which allows Celsius to take part in the larger energy drink category driven by immediate impulse purchases. That's on top of Celsius potentially getting added into more than 50,000 PepsiCo co-branded energy coolers that are in the North American marketplace. Similarly, Celsius sees growth opportunities in the food service channel as they've expanded to over 3,000 colleges and healthcare locations in the United States. They're also driving authorizations with key PepsiCo customers, such as the travel brands like Marriott and Hilton, plus airport segments and casinos, which are all incremental to the brand. Another sales channel I wanted to mention is e-commerce and specifically Amazon. I know at this point I sound like a broken record, but 
It's my belief that the digital channel is the next frontier of beverage retailing and having a long-term integrated sales channel strategy needs to be centered around it. This has been an area of huge strength for Celsius Holdings over the last few years, so they understand what I'm talking about. They are now securely the second best-selling energy drink brand on Amazon behind only Monster Energy. And then in 2022, Celsius reported generating just under $58 million in Amazon revenue. That's up 83% year-over-year, and it means Amazon accounts for almost 9% of the total Celsius Holdings revenue, which is quite impressive for a beverage brand. The other sales channel that I want to give some additional color to is with the wholesale clubs like Costco, Sam's Club, and BJ's Wholesale. In 2022, Celsius reported selling just under $139 million in energy drinks through the club channel, which is up 247% year over year. Specifically, Costco accounted for one-sixth of the total Celsius revenue in 2022. Now that's a lot of energy drinks being sold through wholesale clubs, but I think there's substantial runway left in the club channel for Celsius. It could be $250 million in 2023, which does have some margin impacts though to Celsius as gross margins are typically lower because of that channel's pricing model, but also that there's some costs that are a tad higher with irregular pack sizes. Next, I want to kind of quickly run through my thoughts on the Celsius strategic pillars that CEO John Feldley laid out on the earnings conference call. The first pillar is top line growth, which includes increasing the number of stores and channels that carry Celsius. At a 90-ish ACV, Celsius is getting quite close to that point where there's not much meat left on the bone in terms of new retailers, or at least meaningful ones. Celsius did highlight a recent national expansion with BJ's Wholesale Club and then also the grocer Aldi. Plus, expectations are high in those kind of newly announced food service partnerships. So for Celsius to meaningfully grow revenue in 2023 and possibly pass that $1 billion sales mark, they will need to do it by increasing the number of items carried per location, increasing velocity rates, and then picking up some growth internationally with PepsiCo's help. The second strategic pillar that the CEO mentioned was around operational excellence. While input costs are expected to decrease throughout 2023, Celsius operationally needs to focus on leveraging its orbit co-man model to cut down on moving product inefficiently as they scale up. No one wants to move heavy-ass water around more than they need to. Additionally, Celsius must find balance in marketing initiatives as they level up. Everyone knows they have cash, a big name behind them now, and a desire to keep the public markets happy with growth. That mix can be a money pit if not managed right. The same can be said about getting human capital strong but tight, as the shift to PepsiCo will naturally create leakage points that should be stopped when they become apparent. And then finally, Celsius CEO mentioned the last strategic pillar of cash generation and EBITDA leverage. There's not much for me to kind of mention here, but if they do the first and the second pillar effectively, they will create operating leverage that will drive further value for its shareholders. For my quick kind of final thoughts, I wanted to mention some like hot takes around a recent collection of Celsius headlines 
The first is maybe the most buzzworthy and revolves around the litigation and ongoing appeal process involved with hip-hop artist Lowrida. I don't want to kind of take anything away from Lowrida, but he was a Celsius brand ambassador during the downswing of his music career. So when he says something like, I basically helped birth this company, I need to kind of roll my eyes a bit because too often, at least from my perspective, people like to think about CPG industry success in the most like distilled down ways in these like very small areas. If it was that easy to really just sign an artist to an endorsement deal and you would blow up as a brand valued publicly at almost $7 billion, everybody would do it, right? This is a classic influencer marketing benchmark dispute that likely stemmed from a bad contract. The next is sort of what I was mentioning about earlier with those marketing budgets exploding and, and need to be like diligent about that expense category. In the last like half year, Celsius has become the official energy drink of UFC competitor Professional Fighters League, also the Miami MLS team, a female NASCAR driver, and Jake Paul. I'm sure I'm leaving out a handful of others, but you can see the point that I'm trying to make. On one hand, energy drinks are a marketing battle. On the other hand, Celsius made it to the top of the hill by being selective about that marketing. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 